Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Lavender Woman Podcast. If this is your first time here, girl, welcome. Fellas, y'all too. Y'all are never excluded, um, but welcome. We're so glad that you're here, and if you are a return listener, I want to say thank you. It means so much to everyone who listens from week to week. Your support means so much to me. You guys are sharing um, information about the podcast. You guys are subscribing. You are rating it, and I am thankful, forever grateful um, to the listeners because without you guys, there would be no Lavender Woman podcast. So if you are new here, I do suggest that you go back and listen to episode one. It gives a more in-depth um, explanation as to what a Lavender Woman is and what we do here in the Lavender Land, what this platform is all about. Go back and listen to all the episodes, but especially the introduction, because you will better understand what we do here, what we represent, who we are, who we are aiming to become. Okay, so with that being said, y'all, it's season two. This is episode 14. Let's just jump right in. So those of you who follow um, this podcast on social, the Instagram handle is TLW underscore podcast. Then you know that I've been in Denver. Yes, yes, yes. I've been in Denver, Colorado for... Um, the women, the Woman Evolve Conference that is hosted by Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, I flew in there on Thursday for the conference. I got back home Sunday evening, and guys, it was everything. Like, period. It was everything. For those of you who may not be familiar with who Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts is, she is the youngest daughter of um, renowned Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, who oversees the Potter House locations. So I have been a faithful and diehard follower of Sarah Jakes Roberts for some years now. Um, I've been to her and her husband, Torrey Roberts Church in LA. It is the Parter's House at One LA. I've been there three times um, while vacationing in California. Why would I go to California and not go to a church service there. So I've done that three times. Also last fall, I attended her wild woman tour in Maryland. Um, and I got a photo op with her. We, you know, exchanged a few words and it was beautiful. But this conference, you guys, this was on like a whole, like I'm about, listen, we're going to use broken English on this podcast. So if you're coming here expecting me to say everything, <laughs> um, grammatically correct you're on the wrong podcast because we don't do that here so I'm going to say that the conference was on a whole nother level like you can't even say another or a whole different you got to say a whole nother to let people know you're serious it was on a whole nother level you guys I cannot even express to you in words just the power that was packed into that conference, just how God moved in that conference, how Sarah um, just, she gave us everything she had, guys. Like, she left it 
all on that stage. For the ladies who attended that conference, all 3,000 of us, it's no way that you could go home the same as when you came to Denver. It's impossible to go home and remain the same. I just felt energized. Like I could, I could barely sleep last night because I still feel like I'm just floating um, from being in that atmosphere um, for a few days. And I'm just grateful that she answered the call. I'm grateful that she allows God to use her in such a mighty way um, to affect women in such a positive way. I am grateful for her story, for all the things that she has overcome in her life. It means so much to me, and I'm sure to women all across the world. So I wanted to pretty much make this episode a recap because... 3,000 of us was there. I'm sure several thousand more watched um, the live stream that was on her app. But for other people, you may not have even known about it. And on this podcast, we aim for greater. And I believe that the notes that I'm going to share with you guys from the conference will definitely help you get to greater. It will help you achieve greatness in your life. So I'm not going to share everything, guys. I mean, it was stretched out over the course. I got there on Thursday for the VIP level through um, Saturday night. It's impossible for me to sum that all up in one podcast episode, but I will um, try to include just the pieces that I felt were really necessary and that can help us emerge from the state that we're currently in and transform into lavender women the name of the conference is literally woman evolve we are evolving every day once you stop evolving you're dead you're you're no longer here so each day that you wake up is an opportunity to be better to do better to evolve let's take advantage of that let's own that that each day that we wake up we're evolving we're becoming lavender women okay so One of my business mentors um, was at the conference. I attended her session. I actually mentioned her in the last episode because she is just such a business powerhouse. She's jam-packed with wisdom and knowledge and the gems that she drops, y'all. Like, she holds nothing back. You know, nothing is cookie-cutter with her. She's just not sprinkling, you know, sprinkles all on your cookies. No, she's giving it to you raw. She's giving it to you real. And she's been successful at doing that. So I'm speaking about Malik Till. She is CEO of Curlbox. She also has a podcast entitled My Taught You, along with many other business ventures that I can't even begin to name here. Um, But I was following my for several years and Her podcast was very insightful for me to me when I began this podcast journey. She is just a boss in every way. So one of the things that stuck out to me that my leak spoke of is that when you're an entrepreneur, when you're in business, everyone is not your client. Everyone is not your customer. And you have to be okay with that. And for me, that was hard because you want to try to please everyone. You want to try to have a solid platform that can reach anyone regardless of where they are in the world geographically, um, 
where they are in their life financially, where they are in their education. Like you just want to be able to connect and reach everyone. And I think overall, a lot of businesses and platforms have done that successfully, but you also have to be okay with knowing that you're not going to make everyone happy. You're not going to please everyone. And everyone is just not going to be your client or your customer. Just like on this podcast. Um, everyone is not going to be a listener of this particular podcast and maybe another podcast that they like more instead because of the content there. And I have to be okay with that. You know, this podcast is geared towards women. Men are always welcome. But please believe me, there are going to be some women who are not going to like this podcast, my content, or anything about being a lavender woman. And I have to be okay with that. When I was starting starting this podcast journey, I did a lot of research. I mean, I researched the greats, guys, like the people who have been podcasting since before podcasting was popular. I did my work. And one of the trends that I was seeing along my research was that many um, bloggers and podcasters and YouTubers um, agreed that you should never talk religion on your platform. Like, that is a big no-no. They said, don't do that. If you do that, you're going to, you know, deter some listeners. You're going to deter some followers. Don't ever mention religion. Don't ever mention anything associated with religion. Stay away from it. It's the easiest way to attract all listeners to your platform. And when I thought about that thing, I said, wait a second. Like, let's, let's just take a pause because I am a Christian, I am like a G for Jesus every day. Like I'm a G, I'm a gangster for Jesus every single day. And for me not to talk about my Christianity um, to appease all listeners would be, uh, I can't do that. So when I was sitting in the business um, session and my lead said that, like all customers ain't your customers. All clients aren't your clients. All listeners aren't your listeners. It really resonated with me because I'm going to talk Jesus on this podcast. I'm going to talk about the goodness of God on this podcast. We're going to talk about all of that. And I know that that won't be for everybody. But that's what what I represent. And it represents me. So if I lose some listeners, it sucks. It really does. Well, maybe I'll gain some listeners, you know, who will see Christ in a new way. So just being okay with not being for everyone is a major thing for entrepreneurs and for business owners. Um, But just know on this podcast, I will always share the good word. Always, always, always. I am salt and light in this world. And in doing that, someone's life may be restored. Or made new with the story of God, the story of Jesus, okay? So now that that's out the way, <laughs> that was almost kind of like a, a public service announcement, kind of like a disclaimer, like, hey, we talk about Jesus over here. We talk about the Lord over here. Um, but I've, I've talked about it before on previous episodes, but when Malik said that, I just felt like I needed to reiterate that because I know I'm going to lose some followers, but I also know that the followers and the listeners that were meant to be on and affiliated and connected to my platform will be connected to this platform. I'm a firm believer in you being sent the people 
that are necessary for your journey. Firm believer of that. So Sarah Jakes Roberts opened the conference with a message and it was powerful. It was called Skinning the Game. And at first I had no idea what she was talking about, like skinning the game. What does, what does that even mean? But when she went into the actual definition of what skinning the game is, it made more sense. So skinning the game is when the CEO of a company puts his own money in. He believes in that company so much. He has such high hopes and aspirations for that company. He puts his own money in. He doesn't borrow money from the bank, from a lender. He puts his own money in. That's called skinning the game. Okay. In the biblical context of that statement, skinning the game, you have to do the work. That's pretty that's pretty much what she was getting at when she said skinning the game. You have to put some work in, you have to put some skin in the game. God has already placed the seed of greatness within you. Are you willing to evolve so that, that greatness can be brought forth? It was so powerful. Like, I'm telling you guys, in the first 10 minutes of the conference, I had tears rolling everywhere. Face soaking wet. Like, y'all, hot mess. Okay? I literally cried all weekend. But within the first 10 minutes of the conference, I was in tears. I looked around, and there were thousands of women in tears just being moved by the Holy Spirit, being drawn in by Sarah's message, and feeling like we were all there for the same reason, to evolve, to become better, to become greater, to obtain everything that God has for us. And I don't know. It was something about that message that really stood out to me. And y'all, when she said, okay, this is what she said, and I almost got up and ran. I literally got up out of my seat. I walked the floor back and forth because when she said it, it hit home for me because I was mentioning it a bunch of times on this podcast. You know, I'm 35. I don't look 35, but I'm recently 35. But I don't feel connected to my age group. I don't feel connected to my generation. Um, my thinking, my behaviors, my a lot a lot of characteristics about me don't necessarily connect with those in my age group and my generation. And that's okay. You know, it's not a judgment zone. It's just saying that most of the time I just feel alone. I feel left out because of it. And it's like this little meme slash rap song lyric slash I don't even know what to call it because I don't really know it because <laughs> I don't listen to it. Nothing against those who do. Nothing at all because I don't want y'all to think I'm judging because I'm not. But I just was trying to make a point here. So Sarah Jakes Roberts said, y'all can have your hot girl summers. Give me Jesus. Right now, a lot of females are saying this is a hot girl summer. A hot girl summer is supposed to be for girls who are getting to their money, girls who are not focusing on a man, girls who are out here living their best life, partying, blah, 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 blah. Listen, you can have your hot girl summer. Give me Jesus all year. I don't want a hot girl summer. I want a year filled with Jesus. I want a life filled with Jesus. Okay? Filled with his greatness, his glory, his grace, his mercy, his love, his favor. That's what I want. Okay? I don't know anything about that other thing. 20 years ago, uh, yeah, hot girl summer all day, every day, even in the winter. But in the stage of my life that I'm in now, I just can't. I have no room for it. I have no room for it. I'm trying to put the skin in the game. I'm trying to put forth the work and the effort 
that it's necessary to take me to the next level, to elevate me higher. That's where I'm trying to go. And that brings me to the next topic that her husband spoke about, Pastor Torrey Roberts. He was the masculinity coach, and he pretty much said that some of us are too big for the environments that we're currently in. What does that mean on a day-to-day basis? Some of our environments are constricting us. They're constraining us um, and allowing us to stay small. We're trying to get bigger. We're trying to grow. We're trying to become greater. But our environments are keeping us small. Our environments are not allowing the space that we need to grow into greater and to become greater. And when he said that, it brought back so many memories of like the past few years of my life. Sometimes you have to change your surroundings. I mean, it's the place that you go, you know, your typical patterns and things that you do from day to day. Sometimes you have to change the people that you hang around because not only are environments, like physical environments, constricting, but sometimes people are as well. Um, oftentimes people are intimidated by your greatness. Like, And the thing about that is, see, he didn't even say this. This just came to me. I'm telling y'all, God, be, God is working in me and through me. Sometimes you can't see the greatness in you, but those around you can see it and they're intimidated and they're scared. So they want to keep you small. Oftentimes we can't see how great we can become. Oftentimes we can't see what God has in store for us, but others can. And that can be scary, you know, when you are on a completely different path, you know, than your sister, your mom, your dad, your parents, um, your best friend, your cousins, whoever that you're connected to on, a, you know, on a close relationship, on a close level, that can be scary and it can be intimidating. But you have to stop breathing life into what God has killed already. You got to stop. Stop resuscitating what was meant to die in your life. You have to know that you are a threat to the enemy. And you have to put yourself in environments that has the capacity to allow you to grow, that allows you to elevate higher and into greatness. It's just something that's necessary for us to evolve into lavender women. And I'm working on something for the men. I don't know, I'm not finding a color or a stone that's really resonating with me right now, but man, I'm, I'm working on the segment for you guys specifically. Um, but yeah, your environments are important. And, you know, I would say every three to six months, you know, quarterly or semi-annually, something you need to reevaluate your circles. You need to reevaluate your environments. You just need to reevaluate everything. Like those who know me personally know that I don't follow the shade room. Nothing against the shade room, but they don't post enough positivity. And people are like, oh, on Sundays they do this and they do that. But it's not enough of that to overpower the nonsense that's posted there 24-7, like all the time. I don't follow the shave room. You know, the, the dose of the shave room that I get is on Sarah Jake's um, Roberts podcast when we're doing Rescue Eve. And typically she pulls her Rescue Eves from the shave room. The shave room can't occupy the environment that I'm in currently. I don't need the negativity. I don't need the drama all on my feed, all on my page. I just can't do it. So I follow more motivational people. I follow more motivational pages, more inspiring pages, because that's what I want to see when I am on social. And also just cutting back from social. Listen, we live in a day and age where we are completely connected to our devices and to um, social platforms. And sometimes you just need a break. 
you need a break. You know, I put the um, the settings on my phone that tells me how much time I spent on social. And when I saw originally how much time, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. I could be doing so much more with that time. So now I have time restraints on it. And when that time is up, that time is up. So just putting those little things in place that will help take us to the next level to help us evolve, okay? The next part that I want to um, share with you guys from the conference was the marriage session that was with Pastor Torre and with Pastor Sarah. And I don't know, guys, marriage is work. If anyone tells you that it's easy and it's not work, they are lying or either they have been hoodwinked and bamboozled. I'm not really sure, but it's work. And oftentimes it's hard work. And I don't know what I was expecting from the session, honestly, because I've been married a long time. <laughs> I have been with my significant other for 16 years. We'll be married 13 years since October. And it's kind of like, okay, I've been there. I've done that. I got a t-shirt, a hat, a mug, a house, two kids, bills, a will, life insurance policies. Like I have all of that, okay, as a result of my marriage. So I didn't go in. I went in with expectancy, but not specific expectancy. You know, I'm always, you should enter into any moment to where you have the capability to grow with expectancy. When you don't, you probably won't receive the message in the same way. You know, when you go to church, go with the spirit of expectancy, go with the heart um, for expectancy so that you can actually receive the word that's being brought forth. And one of the things, well, one of the questions that a woman in the audience asked, it was regarding submission and how she was having such a hard time submitting to her husband. And, you know, in the Bible, it says, you know, wives submit to your husbands. And Pastor Torre, who I'll be calling PT throughout the rest of this episode, said that, you know, but submission should go both ways. Just the Bible says, you know, wives submit to your husbands, but also husbands have to be in a position where their wives feel comfortable submitting to them. And when he said that, it made me realize that for so many years, I struggled with submission. Not because my husband wasn't a good man or that he didn't deserve submission, but sometimes our past can really have a hand in our present and in our future. And I had, before him, had never been with a man that was worthy of submission. I had never been with a man that was, that I could trust to that degree to submit to him. And what submission is, is I'm trusting you with the mission. This is the mission that's before us, and I'm trusting you with it. I'm submitting to you. Um, that's what submission is. And I realized how difficult that had been for me throughout the years. And, you know, just listening to them speak on it and things and that, you know, things that the husband should have in place for you to trust, you know, that he is capable of handling the mission that is set before you. It really made me want to become a better wife. I literally text my husband and I said, you know, when I get home, I'm going to be a better wife. And he was all like, oh, babe, you're a great wife. You're an awesome wife. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm being serious. You know, there, I don't care how great you are. There's always areas that could use improvement. And there's always areas that you have room to grow in. And that was an area that I definitely could grow in. Um, you know, submission to my husband. They just touched on so many topics that you don't even know that you were struggling with or going, you know, through them until they brought it up. And it was kind of like, wait a second. Wait, wait, what? what? So just all around, 
this conference discussed everything. There was a session called Daddy Issues with Bishop and Sarah. There was a relationship session with R&B singer and actress Carrie Hilson. Um, there was a purpose session with Arian Simone, author and philanthropist Arian Simone. There was a culture and kingdom session with um, stylist Jay Boland. There was a fitness session, a um, parenting session, a vision board session, a worship session. Um, I know I'm leaving out probably a bunch of sessions guys it, there were so many there was a prayer session with her sister Cora Jakes Coleman guys they left no stone unturned seriously they covered every area of a woman's life there was divorce coaches there there were licensed counselors there there were um debt counselors there I just I can't put into words how they were able to provide everything in one weekend that a woman could possibly benefit from you know so it was it was great it was a great environment to be in that's the type of environment that you need to be in in order to grow not some of the environments that we're currently in and when you get serious about your growth when you get serious about your path about you know your journey about your destiny you will start taking a closer look at those environments and about those circles that you're running with and about the patterns that you do. Because, you know, one of the coaches spoke about the familiar pattern, how we just go back to things that are familiar, how we do things every day that are familiar. It may not be good for us, but it's familiar. So I'd rather do that than to do something new that's uncomfortable and that's foreign to me. All of those things, guys, are so important when we are trying to go higher. You have to know you are a threat to the enemy. Don't ever think that you're not. The enemy is never a threat to you. You are a threat to it. And, you know, the enemy will use the very thing, you know, that you're trying to overcome to keep looping you into that never-ending cycle. So you just have to stay in prayer, stay in worship. You know, they sung a song a few times over that weekend. This is how I fight my battles. I fight my battles in worship and with prayer. And sometimes it may look like you're surrounded, you know, by negative energy and just, um, you know, bad doctor's diagnosis and the devil is just after you. The enemy is literally on your heels. But while you're surrounded by all of those things, also know that you're surrounded by God's love. You're surrounded by his grace, his mercy, his love, his favor. God is relentless after you. Don't ever forget that. So, a kind of like a because what the, those of us who follow Sarah Jakes Roberts we're called the delegation okay and there was like a a society formed from that delegation this weekend it was called the Bruce Hill Society she kind of started bringing that forth in her wild woman tour last fall about what a Bruce Hill actually meant so I just want to let you guys know that I am now an official member of the Bruce Hill Society because it literally embodies everything that I have gone through, my walk, my journey. I I have a Bruce Hill. I may have two Bruce Hills. Okay, if I had more legs and more feet, I would probably have more Bruce Hills. <laughs> but on a serious note, um, Bruce Hills crush serpent's heads. That is pretty much the motto, the slogan. Bruce Hills crush serpent's heads. And pretty much what 
she means is that just because you've been through some things in your life, just because you've been some things in your life, been called some things in your life, made some bad decisions in your life, you have some regrets about your life, does not mean that you can't achieve what God has placed on the inside of you. You can still take your brokenness and win. You can still take your anxiety and win. You can still take your depression and win. Your bruised heel can still crush a serpent's head. You can still crush anything that's coming up against you that is not in the will of God. You want to be a member of the Bruised Heel Society, okay? Because all of us have fallen short and none of us are perfect. And we've all done some things or been some things in our life that we're not proud of. But you can still win. My husband said something yesterday, guys. It was so profound. It was so simple, but it was so profound. We were walking into Whole Foods, and y'all know that's like my favorite place in the world. And when he said it, I literally stopped in my tracks, and I was just like, I told you. I told you you were going to be a speaker. I told you you was going to spread the word. I told you. I told you. It's in you. He was like, oh, there you go, you know, speaking over my life. And we just kind of laughed about it. But this is what he said. I just mentioned all of those things that you can still win with. Your depression, your anxiety, your abortion, your divorce, your debt, your whatever it is, your daddy issues, your um, molestation, your anything. You can still win with it. And so my husband said yesterday, we were talking about um, a crime that had taken place um in our city and my husband was just like you can take an L and still win sometimes you taking that L means you won and when he said it it listen sometimes we are so afraid of taking L to to lose we're so afraid of that L all we want are W's all the way across the board we just want to win 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 but sometimes that loss sets you up for that win and the win will be greater because of the loss that was also endured trying to obtain the win. And it was really simple when he said it. I don't even think he thought about it or he put that much thought into it. But he was just like, you know, sometimes taking an L sets you up for the win. Sometimes losing means you're winning. And it was like, why does that make so much sense? You cannot be afraid of the L's that you're going to take in life. You can still win. I promise you, you can. You can still win. So... As Lavender Women on this platform, if you're not currently following Sarah Jakes Roberts on her podcast, which is called, um, what is the podcast called? Is it called Woman Evolve? I think so. I share it in the notes. <laughs> um, please do, because you you want to be a part of the Bruce Hill Society. Like, you literally do. It'll change your life. Um, and while I was there also, I purchased her sister, Cora Jakes Coleman's new book entitled Ferocious Warrior. I'm only one chapter in, guys, and I'm outdone. I literally had to read that one chapter, close the book, and put it down because I was done. Cora did her thing. I just want to shout you out. The book is, y'all, get the book. I mean, you can get it on Audible as an ebook on your Kindle. You can buy a hard print. Me, I prefer hard print. I love a hard copy book. I love just to turn the pages and see the words on the paper. But I also listen to books on Audible. So just get the book. Just trust me, get the book. Um, Cora states that when you have ferocious faith, you always see victory, not defeat. So all of those things I just mentioned, depression, debt, abortion, divorce, um, broken relationships, 
promiscuity, sickness, whatever those ails are that you felt like you took in your life. If you are a ferocious warrior, you only see wins. You only see victory. You don't even see defeat. It was like, yeah, I went through that. Yeah, it almost took me out, but I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still moving forward. That's what a ferocious warrior is. Get the book. It will change your life. So for those who are new here, each episode, we repeat an affirmation and we plant seeds of lavender. And those seeds of lavender are also called seeds of wisdom. So sometimes, or seeds of intention. So if you hear me say seeds of intention or seeds of wisdom, just know we're planting our lavender seeds. And the goal is up until the next episode, we are to water and nurture that seed to allow it to grow in our life. Okay? So the affirmation from this week, I pulled from the conference because it was just very fitting for what we are achieving here on this podcast in our personal lives and our professional lives just as women in this world period so the affirmation for this week is i am a ferocious warrior with a bruised heel that means i've been through some things my heel is bruised but i can still crush a serpent's head and i can do that because i always see victory and not defeat y'all listen Repeat that affirmation every day until the next podcast. I am a ferocious warrior with a bruised heel. Your bruised heel can still stump out anything coming up against you because your ferocious faith allows you to see victory and not defeat. You'll take your L and not look at it as defeat. You'll take your L and look at it as a chance to go higher. You'll take your L and say, okay. Devil, you tried it, but I already know that I'm destined for greatness. I already know I'm going to overcome this situation. I already know I'm going to come out on the other side of this, whatever that may be for you. I literally want you to say it every morning before your feet hit the floor. Say your prayers and then repeat your affirmation. The seed planting for this week, our lavender seed for this week is faith. Because I think we all could use more of it. And the crazy thing about it is that we only need a little bit, literally the size of a mustard seed. Do you guys know how small the mustard seed is? No, like I'm being completely serious. Do you realize how small the mustard seed is? That's all the faith that you need. But yet I always feel like we need more faith because we can't even, you know, fill up our faith meter with faith the size of a mustard seed. We have to have faith. And the plans that are set out in our life. God knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Faith is complete trust and confidence. You can't have more faith in man. And I'm not speaking of just men, but just man as in like humans than we do in our Heavenly Father. So we're going to water our faith seed this week, guys. We're going to water it. We're going to nurture it. We're going to talk to it. We're going to meditate on it. And we're going to grow our faith seed so that we can continue to be ferocious warriors with bruised hills. I'm going to close out this podcast um, a little bit differently. I've never done this on the podcast. But I was just felt led to do that Um just in this moment, it wasn't in my notes, it wasn't anything that I wrote down, but I want to close this out in prayer. 
Because I personally know so many women who are battling so many things. And you're strong. You're the strong friend. So people aren't checking on you. You're strong. You're wiping your tears before anyone can see them. But you're battling. And I just want you to know that you don't have to go to war by yourself. So right now in this moment, Lord, I just pray for any woman listening to this podcast. That regardless of what they're going through, what they're facing, what they will face, that they feel your love, that they feel your favor and your mercy and your grace upon their lives. That they know that they are not in this alone, that there is a sisterhood behind them, praying for them, rooting for them, that your hand is always with them. That you will get in the trap with us to pull us out. You are not afraid to get dirty. You are not afraid of the enemy. And the enemy can be whatever. It can be sickness. It can be marital problems. It can be unemployment. You aren't afraid of any of that. You are bigger than all of that. I pray that they water their faith seed in you. That they will increase their faith. So that their territory may be enlarged. So that they can come out on the other side of what they're going through. And tell everyone. If it were not for. Your grace. For your goodness. I don't know where I would be. Some things are so bad that only you can bring them out. And I pray that they share their testimony. I pray that they live authentically. Because there is someone who is waiting for you to be your best self so that they can become their best self. Ladies, I love you. God loves you. We are evolving into lavender women every day of our lives. Peace and blessings. Until next time.